That's a lot of pressure though as a hairstylist sometimes. Plus you've been doing their hair for seven years. Yeah. Really? I mean seriously, you just be giving her a follow. But I said yes. Great. We always have to keep passion for what we do in some way, shape, or form. All right, we're live. What's happening, dude? Cool. What's up, man? Welcome. Welcome. Episode six. Yeah, I'm stoked. I'm going to keep saying that every time. Like, what episode we're on. Right, yeah. I was going to say, you're going to say episode six every time? That'd get yeah. weird. No, no. <laughs> you know, yeah, totally. <laughs> I think it's going to help you keep it all straight anyway, you know? Yeah, so, of course. Yeah. So, um, let's see. It's been actually two weeks, I think, since we recorded the last one. Yeah, that's right. So, the last one, we were back doing hair. Everything's cool. Um, the biggest difference now is we're, we've decided as a salon to blow dry hair. Yeah. Yeah. We just started this week. Yeah. So how's that going for you? I mean, it's been different because I kind of got used to like not blow drying hair. I got to the point where I was like, I kind of just don't want to blow dry hair anymore. Um, of course, (laughs) but you know, to be honest, I feel like this week my haircuts were better, Mm -hmm. you know, to be able to go in and finish them. Uh, do the detail work after the drying and then the clients the clients really do appreciate it I mean knowing that they're getting a fully finished look and they're leaving everyone was stoked like yesterday was a rainy day and my last client was just like I haven't had a blowout in like four months and it's raining you know so that was a bummer for her but the fact that the clients love it so much um, reminded me of how important it was but it is hot and loud in there, and it's kind of tough with the mask and communicating with all that white noise going in the background. Yeah, and the last time you cut my hair, you cut it to where it's like real thick in the back. It's kind of like mullety. Yeah. And yeah. I, it's so hot in the back, like I just, I just want to bald fade again, I guess. Yeah, because well, it's just too hot. Yeah, yeah. It might be time. It might be time. Yeah, it's for some reason we're hitting this like crazy heat wave here, and. Um, and so, yeah, wearing the mask and, and blow drying hair, it's like, man, we just kicked up the temperature in the salon. Yeah, like, big, big time. time. Big time. But, um, but it's good. I mean, it's going good. It's going great for me. I, I think that, like I said in the previous podcast, that like removing blow dries has really kind of hurt the art form for me. It's kind of removed that, that sense. And I know that we needed it for that first month just to like grind through all the appointments, get everybody back on track. And, but now I feel like, the way we're doing it is like we can't double book clients and we have that 15 minute gap between clients. So for me, I feel like I have enough time to like really put in some, you know, some serious effort into every single one. So I feel like my quality has just like skyrocketed this week. I've been able to spend a lot of time on, on my clients here in that finishing part, you know? Yeah. And that detail work is so important. Yeah. You know, I like, I think of it too. Like a lot of times when the hair is wet, you're using geometry, you know, you're, you're baking, making your angles, but it's also kind of rough. It's almost like cutting with a chainsaw, like a sculptor with wood cutting, like with a chainsaw. And then after you finish and you go back in, it's like you get your chisel out and you work those little details in, and that's where all the definition comes out. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's amazing to me how it's kind of, it's been so important for men's cuts. Like, cause men's cuts, I do so much texture work on men's cuts and blending work. And if I couldn't blow dry it before, it's hard to see where that weight line falls, yeah, where, like on the corner heavy. of the head. And I mean, it was really apparent, um, yesterday, I think it was, or day before yesterday, I did this guy's hair. He has like white hair. And it's really coarse and it's really thick and it's a very difficult haircut. It's, you know, it's a hard part type of haircut where, 
you know, a lot of the corner in the back of the head is going to pop up. And so you got to kind of undercut that and leave some weight on the upper layers to get it to lay right. And if I couldn't blow dry that guy's hair, man, it would have been really tough to get that to lay right. Yeah, for sure. And it takes the, a lot of time to detail it. Yeah. And the swirl in the back, okay. you know, how's that going to lay? It's so much different when it's wet versus dry. Yeah, absolutely. So before we get any further, I think something that's kind of cool today is that we're actually recording this on a Saturday afternoon around lunchtime. The sun's out, which is kind of crazy. Normally we record like at night on Thursday nights. So this is a totally different thing for us. Yeah, this is way different. And we're about to go on a camping trip, which is cool. I'm stoked, man. First of many humble hairdressers camping trips. Yeah. Maybe this could be our first, um, like, um, retreat. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's cool. So I think, uh, you know, today we're going to, we're going to have a great little podcast and then we'll roll out and go have some fun and, and kind of reset in the woods. And I think for me, man, I need a, I need a reset. I really need a reset. Yeah. I mean, coming out of quarantine and having all of that time, and then just crushing it for the past six weeks. Mm-hmm. I think we're, we're both ready, but as an industry, we're ready for a quick little Yeah, reset. I'd like to take everybody who cuts hair out into the woods right now yes. and go camping. Seriously. We all need it. Yeah, you know what I was, noise. Man, I was on a bike ride this morning. I had this thought, and um, I was thinking about camping today and, like, what I want to get out of my camping trip. Because, like, every camping trip for me, I've been camping since I was a little kid, and I love it to death, and I always get something out of it. So I was thinking, what do I want to get out of this? And I was like, I want some sort of like artistic inspiration this time. Yeah. I really do. And I want to find that in the woods. I yeah. want to find it in, in a very organic atmosphere because I do feel that like a lot of the trends and a lot of the, the art that goes with hair comes from synthetic places. Yeah, it often does. And, and social media just force feeds us things so absolutely to be able to go and find it on your own I guess it's kind of like setting an intention before a yoga class like what am I going to get out of this today? camping trip mm-hmm. can definitely be the same thing and nature has always worked for me for inspiration I mean even if it's something as simple as the silhouette of a tree it's just like whoa yeah that's awesome yeah totally um off topic again we're drinking Lagunitas today yeah that's weird. We're not drinking a local beer. We're drinking Lagunitas yeah. IPA. And we can we can blame that on uh, what what was in the fridge because we didn't get to do a specialty. No, no, uh, we'll get to trip. it next time. We like to keep it local since we're in Nashville and there's so many breweries yeah. around here. Lagunitas is so solid though. It's the most solid like grocery store twelve pack of beer that I think I ever buy. Like I yeah. and I buy it on a regular. For sure, you can get it at an airport. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It is. So you know, good job, Lagunitas. They have a really good tasting room down in uh, Charleston. Do they? Yeah, I went one time. Cool. It's really cool. It's like three or four stories high. It's crazy. Oh, swank. Yeah, totally. So anyway, so we're back to blow drying hair, which has been, um, for the most part, very positive. Have you had negative feedback? I mean, there's been some. I mean, I think there was a, a bit of an attitude that since we were pretty much the only salon that decided not to... Um, I think there was a level of respect that people had for that. So I had a couple clients that were a little, maybe not sketched out, but, you know, had mentioned, like, I thought it was cool that you guys weren't doing it because it just squashes the whole six foot thing. But, you know, I guess as long as we all have face coverings, in theory, whether it travels via blow dryer or natural, it's, it's not going to make a difference. Yeah. I think the kind of the way I've looked at it is that, like, if you're really worried about a blow dry in a salon, Maybe this is not the time to come to the salon. Right. Maybe you know, uh, because if you are a high risk person, just coming to the salon period is going to be a very risky thing. Yeah, it's a bad idea. We are in that medium to high risk 
like category. We, we, we are, we, there's no denying that. And, you know, I'm, I mean, I've got my hands personally on eight to 10 clients every single day. So if you're walking into a salon thinking then that's going to be, you know, not well, a risky thing. Yeah, of course. Cause even without the blow dry at the shampoo bowl, you're, you're literally over them. Yeah. You know, they're laid back and, you know, quote unquote vulnerable, uh, position as far as droplets and things like that go. And you're standing over them. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. if you're high risk, you shouldn't come in at all. So have you had a lot more positive feedback than negative though? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. People are pumped. Yeah, dude, people are super pumped. I, uh, so I guess we kind of, we fumbled a little bit and, and we should have sent out an email right away, but we sent out the email like the second day that we were doing the blow dries and which is fine, not a big deal. But, um, you know, we, we surprised a couple clients, I think thinking that everybody would really be okay with it. But right. there were a couple clients that were like, eh. but I surprised a couple clients that first day and they were like, holy crap, no kidding. Seriously. Yeah. They're like, Oh, this is the greatest thing ever. So, I mean, for me, I have not had a single negative person about it. Yeah. Like, you know, all my clients are stoked, man. They're super stoked. And I am, I mean, like, I'm like you, like, I think <laughs> we're like any hairdresser in this whole world. If I could pass off all my clients and have somebody else blow dry them and then just bring them back and finish it, it'd be great. Oh, and dream. a lot of times that's how it is when we're working with assistants and double booking and stuff like that. So that's kind of the norm, except when you're in a pandemic. Right. Yeah, so, except when you're in phase yeah. two. And phase two in North Carolina and only one person can physically touch that client at all. Like yeah. we can't have two people touching a single client. So so anyway, I mean, you know, in normal circumstances, I would love to not have to blow dry, but right now I'm pretty stoked because it's allowed me to step on my quality so much. Yeah. The only one like huge benefit I think that a lot of clients got from not blowing dry in is I had the opportunity to show them how to apply product and let it dry naturally. Yeah. You know, so people got a little lesson on how, how they can do it on their own. Cause a lot of, a lot of people don't style their hair like we do. You know, we get the comment all the time. that's like, it's the only time it looks like this. I can't do this. So it was when we weren't blow drying, it was cool to be able to show them how to do it. But now that we're back doing it, it's, um, it's been nice to see finished colors too. Yeah. And I always hate sending a color out wet and to do that for the last six weeks has been, I mean, there's nothing's happened because of it, but I get a gratification out of seeing it finished myself. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing worse than a level seven highlight that you're trying to cancel out a little bit of that, like yellowy orange and, and then it's wet and you can't really tell how much you've actually like canceled. You're pretty sure you got rolling the dice. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, it's helped a lot. I mean, I had a couple colors at the very beginning. I had this one that I, um, I did silver. Silver is the worst color possible if you're not going to blow dry. It's the worst. Oh, yeah, you can't because tell what it's it's hard like. to tell if there's any yellow in it or if there's like too much blue in it. I mean, it's really, really well, difficult. It's the hardest color to do it's, just yeah. no matter what. Absolutely. And if you can't see it finished, you don't know that you did it right. Yeah, exactly. And so it, that particular color probably... It, it didn't turn out quite as well as I wanted it to. The lady was super happy. She came back to me already once and she was happy with it too. But, um, it would have been a lot better if I could have blow dried that hair. Yeah. So it's good that she came back though, there that you've had her back mm-hmm. Yeah, this week, maybe last week was the first time I've had my repeat people coming back now. It feels normal, right? Yeah. If yeah. It does. It brings a normalcy to it. Totally. So I re- really enjoy all these crazy like hairstyles coming in though. I had this kid yesterday and I've never seen his hair this long before. And it was, I mean, it was wild. It was awesome. <laughs> so, 
And I was kind of bummed to cut it. I was like, you sure you don't want to leave yeah. a little bit longer? And he, wa- he wanted to go right back to the old yeah. style. So. I, I had one this week, uh, a kid too, 18-year-old kid, hadn't seen him in a while. And it was, you know, like he could put it in his, you know, he could reach like down to his mouth with it. And he had never gotten past like the bridge of his nose. And I was just like, don't cut it. You know, I just, I cut, I was like, I was like, really, if you're going to cut it, let's do like the most glorious mullet you've ever seen because it's curly, thick, like teenager hair, you know, he could have rocked it. Um, but he wants he said he wanted to grow it long. So I just 86 the mullet off the back, texturized it a little and trimmed him and sent him, sent him on his way. Sweet. That's awesome, man. So, um, so yeah, blow drying has been going pretty good. So, you know, what has been kind of crazy though, is I feel like we're seeing the best and the worst of, out of some people. Yeah, absolutely. we really are. Like some some of our clients are so amazing. Well, the, mo- the mass majority of them are yeah. amazing. They really are. Ninety eight percent. Ninety eight percent. Maybe yeah. even higher. Maybe yeah. even ninety nine. But then we've had a couple situations. Yeah, yeah, this, <laughs> you know? yeah, for sure. I don't know what's going on right now, and I guess I, I, we're seeing it in the world. Like I started following this Instagram page, uh, Karen's in the Wild. I think oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. Yeah. You should follow it. Yeah, I'm gonna check. Well, it. it's great and it's depressing at the same time yeah. because like I'm like. God, I can't believe people are acting like this, you know? But yeah. it, it's, I don't know what it is. I guess people have been cooped up. There's a lot of fake information out there. So people are getting really worked up. And apparently they're drinking a lot more. Yeah. Because we've had two highly intoxicated people that have come yeah, to this one in the past week. Yeah, it's been weird. Yeah. So um, just to let everybody know, we had one come in and she couldn't make it two minutes into a haircut. And we had to escort her out and, and get her a ride home. Yeah. Thank God we were able to, like, diffuse the situation because it was it was crazy. It really was. I couldn't believe that was happening. Yeah. I mean, those, those situations are, are so hard, you know, to try to figure out how to control the situation but not be rude not hurt anybody's feelings, anything like that. And, um, you know, when somebody comes in and they're just incapacitated, like nobody should have to deal with that. No. Like no stylist should ever have well, to deal with that. Well, I mean, we're that. not even really equipped to deal with that. Like we've, we've never been trained to deal with a really drunk person coming in. You know, how do, <laughs> yeah, exactly. how do you do that? Like, it's, you know, it was kind of tough. It was one of those situations where it was like, we were just kind of like, one step away from a call to the police department. Yeah, you know? that sucks. But so, it, all it took was an Uber call, though, right? Oh, yeah, just an Uber call. We got yeah. her. We got her out of there, and she got home safe. I hope. Yeah, so, hopefully. Yeah. So, but it's been crazy. Yeah, we've seen some some people that are, um, you know, I don't know. This this time has not <laughs> not not done well for them. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, for certain people, the quarantine is probably the worst thing ever. Yeah. You know, you get in your own head, you start abusing substances or whatever it may be. And, you know, some people, some people struggle when they're stuck by themselves. So, yeah, absolutely. That's been, that's been kind of crazy. So we've had to diffuse a couple situations lately, but you know, no big deal. It's kind yeah. of funny though. Cause it's like every day I walk in, I'm like, what are we going to see today? <laughs> yeah, you know? What is yeah. going to be today? Which is kind of always in a hair salon though. <laughs> you know, we're not equipped for so many things that we deal with. So that's just, you know, put another tally mark on something you never thought you'd have to figure out. But, you know, I think as, as hairstylists, we're people that understand how to just dive into any situation and navigate it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're really good at, at handling people. I mean, we're just inherently good at handling people. Yeah, well, like, we have I think, to. We, yeah, we have to. I, I, the best hairstylists are the ones that are the best with people, not yeah. necessarily the ones that are best with hair. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. We've, we've definitely talked about that, and it's definitely the, the truest thing ever. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be able... I mean, I think a lot of times, there's so many people do hair for two years and quit doing hair, and 
it's because they can't handle the people, you know, because yeah. if you're not like if you're not capable of, of handling them, they're going to handle you yeah. and make you feel like shit. You know, the last podcast, I was listening to it today when I was riding my bike. And one thing that we talked about was um, the very beginning of your career, like that first three months on the floor. Yeah. And we were talking about um, one of the girls at the salon and her first three months. And, you know, that's the one thing is like that's so tough at the beginning because I think a lot of kids go to hair school and they think they're going to wind up like that dude on Instagram that just does these just amazing colors all day long. It's the famous balayagers. Yeah. And and the reality is, is like, you're going to get on the floor and you're going to do 25 to $35 haircuts at first. And, and you're going to do some colors that no, don't work out really well, you know? And, but when one thing you're going to realize is that you need to learn how to deal with people so fast and if you're not a people person, this is not your career. This is not where you need to be. No, not at all. I think that, you know, you focus so hard on the technical aspect when you're in hair school. And then when you start hair, you think that that's, that's the make it or break it. And maybe for the longevity of your career, you know, you have to be technically sound. But early on, you really just need to learn how to not get your ass kicked by a client behind the chair and try to make them happy and do the best job you can. Totally. You know, there's so many, I was thinking about this the other day too. Like there's so many different methods of, of, well, maybe methods is not the word. There's so many different ways of doing hair as a hairstylist. Like you can take one client at a time and you can either take a short period of time or you can take a long period of time, whatever your thing is, or you can double book clients or you could triple book clients and work with an assistant all the time. So there's all these different methods of how you can control your career. Yeah, like how you systematically approach it. Absolutely. Um, and so I was thinking about it today, though, because we are we have a lot different situation right now. So we don't have a choice of double and triple booking. Yeah. We just can't. And I don't know how other states are handling this at all. Um, but the thing is, is like, so I'm reevaluating because I'm used to having two clients there all the time. So are you. Yeah. You know, so I'm kind of reevaluating like how I'm looking at it how I'm like looking at pricing things, how I'm like my performance, my timing, all these different things to try to like maximize what I can do behind the chair right now without having multiple clients there at a time. Yeah, because not double booking, I mean, it, it takes a toll on the numbers. It really you know? does, yeah. I mean, I didn't realize how efficient I was until I am spending 30 minutes sitting on my butt while colors processing and yeah. I don't get in my own head either and think about how much money I could be making if I was working, but that's just always what I've done. You know, it's just go, go, go. I think that's important right now is not to get in my head about it because like right now we're in survival mode. Yeah. I mean, we really are. So it's really hard to, it's hard to maximize anything. And like even setting goals is kind of tough right now because I don't know what next week's going to be. Yeah, totally. So we work in our salon, we work with like a system where we have like a daily goal. You know, I mean, I, I have an hourly goal that I have set and a daily goal and a weekly goal. And so we're always trying to hit these numbers. Man, that's like impossible right now. Yeah, it totally. Really I mean, some like with retail, you can still hit some goals. Well, I've had to look at the goals and switch the goals. Yeah. Yeah. They need to be modified a little. They, they have to be modified. due to the circumstances. Yeah. So, I mean, just to use like round numbers, if your goal is a thousand dollars or five hundred dollars before, you know your new goals are going to be seven fifty or like three fifty, right? Whatever, yeah. you know. So it's it's a much different thing. But I mean, we're run, we're up and running though. 
Yeah. Like, thank yeah. God we're working. I mean, yeah. for the first couple of weeks, my numbers didn't dip at all and I was shocked. Yeah. But it's because we weren't doing any finishes. So I was doing cutting colors in mm-hmm. an hour and 15 minutes to an hour and 45, depending on the person. And then we weren't discounting for the no blow dry. So we're able to get them all in. But then I also front loaded all of my colors, you know, those first, that first month, the first three week numbers yeah. were crazy. Yeah. And then, they all, were. and then all of a sudden, like week five, I hit haircut hell, Yeah, you know, where it's just, you know, we talked about that yeah. in one of the other haircut, podcasts, haircut, haircut, haircut. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's like, now since we're not double booking, it is now my numbers have definitely dipped because mm-hmm. now I'm getting back. Now we're blow drying. So now I have these two hour cut and colors, two hour and 15 minute cut and colors, not double booked. And it's like, you just, you can only do so much. There are only so many hours in the day. Yeah. You know, just because of the blow dry thing, I've really put a lot more focus on what I'm doing artistically this week. I really have. That's been my focus. I'm less focused on the numbers this week. Yeah. I've really just, just tried to, to not even think about that at all and just put out the best quality work I can. You know, it's kind of just, and next week might be a different thing. Who knows? But yeah, that, that's been my thing. That week. forced, um, that forced focus can be good to shift from one thing to the other. Cause yeah, if you're not going to be able to hit your numbers, just don't worry about them and, yeah. and focus on the craft. Yeah. You know, it can bring a little like soul back to it. Absolutely. And I kind of needed that. Like, I, I feel like there's all kinds of different refreshes happening right now. Like every week is kind of like a different thing. And so, um, so this week with the blow dries was my refresh on art, on the that's art. Awesome. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's been my big thing this week. And, and, and there's been some stresses and, and we've talked about this. There's been some other stresses, um, you know, with some clients that have been, you know, kind of difficult to work with right now. Yeah. And so my escape from that and having to deal with that is just to been like dive into some of these haircuts and colors. Yeah. You really know, get into almost it. escape the, <laughs> the other situations by focusing so much on that. Yeah. Know? Get lost in it. Yeah. And I was also just stoked all week long to go camping. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, and then also reset in the woods. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of been raining all week long too. And today is like 85 degrees. Oh, perfect. Not a cloud in the sky. It's freaking the awesome. The dropped. Heck yeah. Yeah. So next week's going to be in the nineties all week. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that. Well, you know, I don't check the weather. (laughs) I never check the weather. (laughs) You're like no weather, no news. Yeah. I need your, I need your attitude on that. Yeah. Those things stress me out. I think they stress everybody out Mm -hmm. and especially with the current climate. I mean, we get enough of it even without searching it on our own, Yeah. you know, and then you just have to dissect it and, and make sure that what you're hearing is, you know, accurate. Have you had, mask like anti-maskers not really i mean there have been i wouldn't call them anti-maskers not in the in the salon i mean i've seen plenty out and about um drive through the walmart parking lot you know it's anti-mask <laughs> rally um but no i've had a couple people that are like you know do i really have to wear it and i'm like yeah you really have to wear it or then there's the people that pull it down and hang their nose out you know, and it's like, I just try to like gently like, Hey, you know, you really do have to wear it. Yeah. So I've, I haven't had anybody like give me like hard shit about it, but I've had people mention it and just like ask. Yeah. But then the other thing I think is weird is that since we're serving drinks and then you give somebody a drink and they have a mask on, yeah, like we need to get some straws. Yeah. We should get some straws. That brings up a whole nother topic about single use plastic <laughs> here in Asheville. Seriously. Fuck. Yeah. We have to get an auto clave. We can't some glass, yeah, some glass straws. Glass straws. Glass or straws. metal. Yeah, I, I have metal. glass and metal straws here. That's Surgical steel straws. Yeah, but then we have to sanitize them. <laughs> yeah, that's In the, the problem. Yeah, exactly. So that'd be a whole thing, too. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a couple of people that are like, I'm like, 
Got to put the mask on. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. Kidding me? Even while you cut my hair, I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm not cutting the hair on your face. <laughs> yeah, especially <laughs> while you're cutting your hair. Yeah. I did have one guy that was kind of bummed out. He wasn't a dick about it, but he, I always trim his beard. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just explained to him that I just couldn't do it. And he's like, I can't just take this off for that. I'm like, no, no, we might as well. Why don't we paint each other's faces? Yeah. You know, like, what are you talking about? You keep it on. I pretty much have said the same thing every time. I'm like, if somebody has something to say about it, I'm like, I just really want to keep up, like stay open, you know? Only yeah. Don't want to shut down. Again. Take care. Of, yeah. Because if one of us tests positive, then we got to shut down. And I say the same thing. I'm like, oh, I'm not super worried about getting it myself, but if anybody else does in my life, it could be problematic. Right. And if somebody does here at work, then we're going to have to shut down. Yeah. And I brought that up too. And that is my actual approach to it. You know, I'm, I'm concerned that I'd be a carrier and somebody else would get sick because of me. I mean, that's, that would, that would bum me out. That's the last thing that I want to happen. And I think about the livelihood that we have. And if, if I do something stupid, allow my client to, or even if I do outside of work on my own and then I bring it in, you know, there's a half a dozen people that aren't going to get paychecks because of me and I'm not willing to be that guy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's a tough deal because we've seen other, like restaurants in town already shut down. Yeah. Yeah. We've totally. seen a couple of them shut down already. I had a guy that came in yesterday and he owns a Mexican restaurant and he's closed three times. He's in another state. His restaurant is. He's closed down three times because he's had staff members test positive. Jeez, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, one of my clients owns a, a like a fabrication business, and he was telling me a story about they had one person that tested positive, and he was telling me just about the all of the things they had to go through, and everybody's even like, I mean, they went extreme, too. They tested everybody's family members. Oh, my gosh. Um, they really wanted to trace it back and make sure that they were doing it right, and I was just like, you know, what's what's the cost of that? And he said, he said ten thousand dollars just for the lawyers so far. I was just thinking about like the massive impact that this has on business. So yeah, just wear your damn mask. Yeah, exactly. Wear the mask. It's not that hard. Yeah. You know, I mean, even if you have breathing problems, whatever, it's not that hard. Yeah. I mean, it's really not. No. You can I mean, get a mask that's going to help out. And, I mean, I don't know. People people have politicized it too much. Like. Come on, guys. Yeah. Let's just, let's work together. Yeah. Science shouldn't be political. It shouldn't. Well, and, and also we should just work together. I mean, the mass majority of people in the United States want to wear masks to protect each other. So yeah. And maybe, just we jump can, on board. maybe we can knock this thing out. Maybe we can. Yeah, maybe we can. It. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, I, I've had a couple, um, you know, highly political people in my chair here in the past week. Yeah. That's been kind of weird. It's just a weird time right now. Um, it's I have to, I have to be extremely careful with what I say when it comes to politics at all. And like, and it's not that I want to bring it up because I never do, but I have I have clients that bring it up. So it's always about how do I properly react to their political opinion. That's right. no matter what side of the fence it's on. Because like I don't I don't generally care too much about that, but. You know, trying to navigate a conversation back to something else besides politics has become a thing. Yeah, it can be very challenging. And I mean, I'm also the person I love to talk about religion and politics with people, Mm. you know, because I think it's good to I think it's good to be able to communicate with somebody, even if you don't agree. Mm. You know, I think as humans, we should be able to come together and learn to understand each other, even if we don't understand each other, because that's okay. But people get hot. You know, they get fired up. Well, most people don't want to have a conversation. They want to tell you. Yeah. You know? That's the problem. And I'm that. Man, I'm guilty. I'm not going to lie. I'm guilty of that, too, because, like, I have my opinions. But 
But sometimes I do want to have a conversation because I want to know what the other side's, what are they thinking? Like, what is yeah. important to them? Well, and there's some value that the insight that, that we can get when you hear somebody that you don't, uh, that you don't agree with. Yeah. So we're in like a super liberal left wing city that's surrounded by a very conservative area. So it's yeah. kind of unique. So what we get is if you live in Asheville, generally speaking, you're a Democrat. But if you're outside of Asheville, you're a Republican. Yeah, you know? totally. And so um, I, that's that's one of those things that you you can never guess what somebody's going to be when they sit down, sit down in your chair. You right. Know? Well, and now in the last five years, too, we've had this massive influx of seasonal people. Oh. You know, so we get we do have all these people from Florida and you know all these southern states, Alabama and stuff that... You know, this is their summer home because it's not so hot. And <clears throat> excuse me, they have a different opinion than a lot of the locals. Yeah, Florida's tough, man. I've thought about banning Floridians completely. Yeah. <laughs> I love you guys, but seriously, <laughs> love you, Florida. What Sorry. the hell is going on down there? Yeah, that's a wild place, man. <laughs> no, it's funny. I like. Uh, there's like an Instagram page because like it's called Because Florida, I think. Okay, it's perfect. Funny. Yeah. I saw a meme the other day that said. Uh, the United States is the Florida of the world right now. <laughs> I saw that too. That's great. It kind of makes sense. You know, yeah, it, it does. Really does. All these other countries are like banding together for like a, a single cause and then knocking that cause out. And then you got the United States. Yeah, exactly. We're like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. We're us in Brazil, man. We're going to battle this out. You can't tell us we're free. Oh yeah. Free. <laughs> My constitutional right. I love this whole constitutional right to like not wear a mask thing as if like there's, as if the word mask is even in the constitution. Right. You know? Yeah. And also their constitutional right to get a haircut while we're shut down. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Totally makes, a, totally makes a lot Come of sense. On. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy times, man. Really is crazy times. But I was, I was thinking the other day too, like about fashion and how that's like come to a screeching halt. You know what I mean? Like, and maybe the fashion mags are still producing stuff, but like the actual, like, you know, media of like New York fashion week and all these other well, things, yeah, I, like all this stuff's coming to a halt. And like, people are literally in New York city where, I mean, Y'all can argue with me all you want to, but fashion in the United States comes through New York. That's where it comes from. Yeah, through. it's for sure the hub. Yeah. There's an argument for LA. It dies but. out in LA and becomes crappy. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But I think it's better in New York. I, I just am much more of a fan of New York fashion. Well, I had a guy tell me one time that New York is always going to be more fashion forward than LA because no matter what, we're always going to be three hours ahead of you. Well, that's a hundred percent true, but it's also like the same thing when it comes to Paris, you know, cause, yeah. cause New York like feeds off of Paris for sure. Yeah. Everything. So it just travels. West. It travel. Yeah. It travels West. It starts in Paris, travels West. It might even start in Milan and stuff like right. that too, you know, and then, and then it makes it, it all the way to China where they mass produce it for us. Exactly. So yeah. if it wound, wound up in China being mass produced, it's not cool anymore. Yeah. It's no longer fashion. I like to talk about like what's not cool anymore and like, how do you know it's not cool anymore? So like with a haircut, my personal opinion is if that like super stylish haircut, if I've got a kid under 10 years old that wants that haircut, it's not cool anymore. Yeah. I've always had a rule that if I see somebody at the grocery store with my haircut, I don't want it anymore. No, not anymore. That's it. Yeah. But you know, I mean, it's so apparent with the hard part, you know, faded haircut, yeah. you know, the one we all love so much. But, uh, but yeah, as soon as like kids I, I think kids under 16 years old wanted that haircut I knew like this haircut's done yeah you know? it's dead yeah do you do that haircut anymore I don't think I've done a hard part in 
I've got one. A year and a half. I've got one, but I haven't. She hasn't come back since. Um, so a lady, she's awesome. I love her, but she hasn't come back since the quarantine. Yeah. I think she's she's got a baby. I mean, I, I still do some designs and, and lines and things like that, but they're they're more like artistically placed and more fun and the unique things that people want than that, like you know, barbershop, scorum, dirtbag barber look. Yeah, I really want that heart that that center part to come back. Yeah, well, you saw me rock it <laughs> yeah, yesterday. It was awesome. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. I mean, we, we, we've been talking about that for almost five years now. Yeah. Well, because now that my hair's gotten longer, I've been I've kind of been rocking the like the fluffy center part. I've been called like like Leonardo DiCaprio and Titanic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yesterday it was fun. Just to, I dropped in a super straight center part and just tucked my hair behind my ears nice. and slicked it down. Nice. Felt creepy as hell. It was fun. But you know what though Like when you had it Tucked in with the bandana I mean no offense It had like this like Almost kind of hippie-ish Look to it But yeah. it looked good though. It looked yeah. cool I liked little, it A little Willie Nelson edge Yeah 100% It was great But um Yeah man It's gonna be crazy To see where trends go From here Especially with men's hair You know Cause men Like so many guys Have just been letting it All go Like the beard go I feel like there's gonna be This like massive backlash And everybody's gonna go With like super groom styles Or something after this Yeah yeah Or, or it'll force uh, Shaggy and texture You know To come into play Yeah I, And I would love that I'd love to see More of that right now I would also love to see a different style with women's hair for for the first time in the past seven years. <laughs> you know, eight years. I don't know how long that like ombre, sombre, balayage yeah. color has been well, in, but I feel like we're really starting to see a lot of '90s stuff come back. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to start seeing chunky highlights, yeah, and really high contrast. You know, five or more levels with colors right next to each other. Some Oreo cookies. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Piano keys. Yeah. That's going to be a little rough for me. I don't know if I can do piano keys. But I can't do it. I don't think yeah. I can do that. I, don't, I, I generally like things that are more organic or they're like completely not organic. I don't like the in-betweens. Right, you know yeah. What I mean? One like, extreme or the other. So the piano key thing, like if it's, if we're going to be literal about it and have a level two against a level ten. Yeah. That's pretty weird, and I can dig it. You know, if you want to look like a panda, that's cool. But, like, the the level 6 against the level 11... Highlight. I don't or yeah. level five against yeah, the level. Yeah, you're right. 10. That's weird. That like I don't dig that because it's kind of like it's got that like country salon vibe. Yeah, to me, you know. Well, and the same thing with like asymmetry and haircuts. When I, when I talk to people, it's like it has to look purposeful. You know, you have to push it a little bit. So if you're going to do something funky, do something funky. Don't half-ass it. You know, if you're going to if you're going to do it, bring it. Do yeah. it correct. That that's my point completely. Like something totally organic and beautiful, or something that's like synthetic. Yeah. You know, I don't like the. I mean, I know you can blend them successfully, and I'm, we've both done it all of our careers. But like, what I personally like is I like one or the other. Yeah, know? I really do. So. Yeah, I can follow that. Yeah, totally. So we'll see where the trends go. God only knows, man. But um, such a crazy time. Who knows what our next podcast is going to be like, you know? Yeah, seriously. I mean, I honestly, five weeks ago, I, I would not have thought we were right where we are right now. I thought we would have been like, you know, light years beyond it. But we're kind of still sitting in the same pool, you know? Yeah, we're like uh, trudging through mud. Yeah. It's, <laughs> trudging is a really good word. Yeah. It is. 
So, but we're going to keep doing it, you know? Yeah. So one of these days we'll be able to get somebody on this podcast, you know, with us. Yeah. We don't really want to like interview via Skype. So I, I like, I'm really looking forward to like being face to face with some other people, yeah. you know? No, this wouldn't feel right. I, w- I wouldn't even want to do that with you. No. It's so it's, terrible. it feels right sitting in the same room. We have to. Yeah. We're six plus feet apart right now, just to let everybody know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Probably a full eight. Yeah, exactly. All right, man. Well, I'm ready to go camping. Yeah, let's load up. All right, buddy. We'll All see right. everybody later. Peace.